kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. Quick note, this episode is about a topic that might be sensitive to young listeners. The content is appropriate for listeners ages 5 and up and does not include explicit or graphic language, but it's probably best to listen to this episode with a trusted adult in case you have questions. Questions are always a good thing to have. If you or someone you know is suffering from suicidal thoughts and live in the United States, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline by chat or by calling 1-800-273-8255. You may also visit their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org to find help in Spanish or TTY for deaf, hard of hearing, and for more accessibility options, information, and resources. What is suicide? Suicide is when you try to kill yourself on purpose. Suicide is when someone takes their own life. Suicide is as simple as ending your own life. It's sometimes a way for people to escape pain or suffering, but it's absolutely not the answer. You should definitely always talk to a trusted adult if you ever are feeling that sadness when it comes to thinking about ending your own life. Welcome to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm a teacher, a librarian, and I'm your host. The voices you heard at the top of our show were from Christina and Angela. Each week we talk about the big things going on in your world with a different author from our A Kid's Book About series. Angela Frazier. I'm the author of a kid's book about suicide. I'm also the founder of a nonprofit, Sisters in Public Health. We offer scholarships to college students. Hello, dear listeners. You are in very, very good hands for today's topic. I also know that this might not be a topic you've discussed at home or at school before. And that may mean that the topic is new, but it may also mean that the entire word is new. Angela begins a kid's book about suicide by sharing, quote, Suicide is when someone dies by taking their own life. It's not something that happened to them or that someone did to them. They did it to themselves, end quote. There are uh, two ways that I explain why suicide occurs. One of those being some risk factors in regards to suicide and then also kind of some warning signs. So risk factors may be a childhood abuse. It could be availability of a gun. Kids often experience traumatic events such as bullying. That's another risk factor there. 
And then warning signs, a few of those are things to look out for, right? So a change in one of your friend's eating or sleeping patterns. Maybe they're withdrawing from you, your friend group, or even the family members that they normally would hang around, right? And then also some things to think about is rebellious or violent behavior and then neglect of appearance if they're someone who normally really upkeeps themselves. Something to, to really look at is, you know, if there is that neglect of physical appearance there. The end result of suicide is death. We will talk a good deal in this conversation about suicide prevention, which means stopping the person from taking an action that will cause their death. But I want to speak to you in clear terms so that our words are understood. Suicide cannot be reversed. Suicide is a final act. This is the exact reason why you should never do that. It leaves so many people with questions and hurt after you are gone. And if you're having negative thoughts, it's just so very important to talk to a teacher, a parent, an aunt, just really any trusted adult in your life. There are many, many people affected when someone dies by suicide. Suicide affects everyone who is left here on this earth. I say that because I have lost someone to suicide. I lost my mother to suicide when I was 24 years old. And although I was an adult at the time, it felt the same as I imagine if a kid would lose their parent to suicide. We want our parents here forever. It truly just affects anyone and everyone left here after you. You may not know someone who has died to suicide. I honestly hope you never do. But being aware that suicides occur, that's something I really respect you for taking on. So, let's take a minute to look inward. How does thinking about suicide or victims of suicide make you feel? You can turn and share with a trusted grown-up or sibling or friend. You can share aloud with me or share with yourself. You can also just reflect and listen to others as they share. Suicide makes me feel like I'm not good enough for this world and that people would be better off without me here. You know, it makes me feel honestly sad because I know that there is such an eternal pain that nobody else can really truly understand. You know, I oftentimes, I remember in the beginning, I used to have a lot of frustration and anger towards my mom because how how could you? That's how I felt. But as I have dug deep within the mental health community, I've learned that someone who takes their own life is really, they're really suffering. There's a lot of pain associated there. Again, not the route to go, but I have forgiven her for, for that act. Before we go to break, a reminder about how to get help for yourself or for a loved one who is struggling with suicidal thoughts. You can get help and you should reach out for help. There's always help available. You know, again, I recommend talking to a trusted adult in your life, a trusted friend. But if there is someone who is really struggling with suicidal thoughts, there is a national helpline available, and that is 
we'll be back with Angela Frazier, including the relationship between mental health and suicide, when we return. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our A Kid's Book About series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about suicide with A Kid's Book About author Angela Frazier. Suicide is referred to in lots of different ways. Sometimes these words or phrases are an attempt to avoid use of the word suicide or to say something that feels less harsh or difficult. These are called euphemisms. A euphemism is a milder or less harsh, less direct way of saying something. Instead of saying the word suicide, one might say the person, quote, ended it all, or took the easy way out, or died by their own hand. As with many sensitive topics, the language we use when referring to the topic has value in how what we're trying to say is conveyed. I don't mind saying suicide, but I don't say committed. I don't say committed suicide because it sounds like it's a crime. The word committed very much, you know, is like, you know, someone committed robbery. They committed a murder. Suicide is an act against yourself. And it puts a crime there instead of what it truly is. And it's a mental illness. It's a health issue. And so I really am cautious about my uh, words when I talk about suicide. So... Take, someone took their own life, someone died by suicide, you'll hear me say that. But I, I do not use committed. And a lot of people who are in this world of mental health advocacy do not use the word committed. It just takes a little learning and education. You don't know what you don't know. 12-year-old listener Christina shares this question. A question I have about suicide is, how can I prevent those thoughts of happening? Good question, Christina. Um, prevention is, is so super important, so I'm glad you asked. How could you pre- prevent that? And a, a couple things I think about. So if you're someone who prays, maybe you don't pray currently, but you can always start praying. You can write and say positive affirmations um, out loud. It's really important to uh, 
to speak positivity over your life. And um, even when I have those negative thoughts, I just say, nope, nope, not today. Um, So immediately trying to stop yourself from going down that negative path, I would say. But know that you also aren't alone in those thoughts. Many people experience this, but just never act on it. But we all have have thoughts. You know, we have hard days and hard moments. I'm experiencing different things in our life that make us think negative about the world or about ourselves. But I just say, remember that you are just loved by so many people and do not let your mind trick you into, into thinking anything less. Sometimes our thoughts can be really loud and overpowering. A kid's book about suicide has a number of spreads where just a single phrase is written across the pages, such as, it's not your fault. Your life is worth living. You are here for a reason. And you are not alone. Each word, of course, is here for a reason, too. Yes, it is. It is so common for our minds to go down those rabbit holes. It just really is so important to know the truth about yourself. My therapist recently just challenged me to write out the narrative for my life, you know, write out the truth and make sure you do that in a good in a good positive space, you know, where you can you can write down um you know, Angela's smart and Angela's educated and Angela's an author and just all these really awesome things because a lot of times we just forget. Life is moves so fast. And when you're uh, an, an adult like myself, you have a resume. And we oftentimes just kind of forget what all has led up to where we are, where we are today in life. And, and we need those reminders. And sometimes we just don't see see it clear. You know, if you don't, if you can't clearly see it, ask the people in your life that love you. If I did a survey, you know, with my friends and family, I know they would be glowing reviews about me. Uh, but sometimes we just forget. Sometimes we don't, we don't believe it at times, but writing it down and reading it in those, in those moments, it's, it really is helpful. Angela comes to a kid's book about by way of a friend and fellow author. Yes, yes. My goodness. So I actually, my previous boss, uh, Rebecca Alexander, did a kid's book about body image. And so it was just as simple as that. One day we were talking and and I didn't wasn't even thinking, well, I've, I've always thought about being an author, but we were just chatting in general. And she just was saying how she was just getting ready to launch hers. And she actually sent it to me before it was published. You know, the manuscript and stuff like that were really, really close. So she sent that my way. And I was like, oh, I just love this. And she said, you know what? I just to connect you and Jelani because you actually should be doing the suicide book. And I'm like, I was like, well, that's, that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty like tough topic. And, you know, him and, you know, his organization will have to be about some challenging books. And at the time I didn't know that they were already, you know, in the game with doing challenging books. And Jelani was game. Immediately we got on a phone call. I got to ch- chat to him. He's the organization is so big now. It, he probably has somebody else who they chat with now, but I got to chat with Jelani. <laughs> I uh, also got to sit down and, and write it with him and one other person. And it was such an awesome experience. Yeah, it was just amazing. And, and it has continued to be amazing. Rebecca also is the person who, so I worked with her. She was my boss. I lost my mom at the time I was working under her. And when there was an opportunity to name the shelter, there's five homes named in honor of my mom. Rebecca called me and she said, hey, 
We have uh, shelters um, that we're going to be naming soon, and we're opening them up under Bradley Angle. And she actually, you know, she's the one who proposed naming those shelters after my mom. And now I'm literally the president of this organization. What a terrific full circle connection. Before we let Angela go, I want to come back to what actions we, each of us, can take if we know that someone is struggling with thoughts of suicide, or if we ourselves are struggling with thoughts of suicide. Here's Angela. So if someone is, first off, where I always tell people that you are no one's counselor or therapist. What I mean by that is you are to offer resources. So like the hotline mentioned, the national hotline, 1-800-273-8255, please do uh, recommend that. Also, there's community uh, support. So there is the um, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and also the National Alliance for Mental Illness. Uh, But if someone's having a bad day and you can kind of you can kind of gauge typically somebody more is in crisis and they're talking about the plans and they have the means to take their own life. That's a 911 situation. But if someone is just they're going through a tough time and, and we all will at certain times, I just encourage you to to listen, let them know that they're not alone and also encourage them to just take time and treat themselves. I think we move so fast through life that sometimes we just forget, like, what does it mean to just treat Angela? And, you know, treating Angela can be, it doesn't have to be expensive. It could be a bubble bath, you know, take it back to your childhood. You know, you can, my goodness, um, you know, do something fun with your, with get your, get your nails done, go to the movies, you know, with friends, things like that. It doesn't have to be expensive, but just reminding them that, you know, treat yourself. Self-care is not selfish. Thank you to Angela Frazier, author of A Kid's Book About Suicide, for joining us today. And thanks to our very special Kid Voices for contributing to this episode. My name is Christina. I am 12 years old, and my favorite thing is anime and Roblox. Want to be on a future episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast? Write to us or record a message and email us at listen at akidsco.com. A Kid's Book About, the podcast, is written, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Winner, with help from Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory, and this show was brought to you by A Kid's Podcast About. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found, and check out other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host a kid's book about the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.